0: Welcome to Off Code, the show where we ignore the cultural codes and have real and intriguing conversations regarding the Black community and ways we can move forward to human flourishing.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Off Code. I am Monique Dusan.
0: And I am Kevin Briggins. And if you are watching us on YouTube, please like and subscribe uh, to the channel. It helps us out a lot, helps us in the algorithms and help us to show up um, in other people's feet. So much appreciated.
1: Yes, show us the love, Kevin. <laughs> why don't you tell us what we are going to be talking about today?
0: Yeah, so today's topic is going to be marketing the black image, and it's in t- what we're going to use to talk about this is what kind of a phenomenon that's happening uh, in the world of sports, which Mo knows nothing about, so not
1: even a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we're going to talk it's about what's happening in Boulder, Colorado, with University of Colorado and Deion Sanders and that whole kind of uh, firestorm that's happened. It's taken the country by storm. It's taken the, sport, the sports world by storm. And it's taken the black community and black culture by storm.
1: Now, for those of us who might be like me, can you tell <laughs> us who Deion Sanders is?
0: Yes. So Deion Sanders is a former NFL player.
1: Did he play for the Raiders?
0: No. He played okay, for the mind. Atlanta Falcons. He played okay. for the 49ers and the Cowboys. And then the Baltimore I knew it Raiders.
1: was a California team. I knew it was a California <laughs> team. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, but Dion he went to um, Jackson State a few years ago, went to HBCU, made a lot of noise, brought a lot of success, brought a lot of attention. And then this offseason, he left and went to the University of Colorado. Uh, okay. Which is a very bad program. They won one game last year, and they're already three and zero, and it has oh. just caused a a um just a they they they're getting all the media attention. ESPN. No, wait a minute. Did yes. you okay?
1: So they won one game last year. Yes. And now they're three and zero. Now, see, I don't know the difference on what side is the winning and the losing. Oh. have they won three games and lost zero or did bless. they win lose three games and won? Zero? i don't know bless your heart bless yeah bless it yes they have
0: won three games and lost zero
1: okay i'm gonna let you know we gotta Ooh. start at the baby levels
0: oh baby
1: wow. levels for me
0: yes they have three wins and zero losses to this point
1: okay so people yeah. are looking at like what happened
0: yeah. I mean, it's just called okay. a huge media storm. Like everybody's talking about Dion. Everybody's talking about Colorado. Um, they are the media story in sports right now. Right. And it has drawn a lot of attention and a lot of the black culture has flopped to Boulder, Colorado, which is one of the whitest places on earth. It's- I just came <laughs>
1: back from Colorado, that whole state. I, I mean, I, everybody black must be at this school.
0: Okay, I think I think Boulder, Colorado, the city is one point three percent black. I I looked it up a while ago. I think that's what it is. Wow. Um, but all kinds of celebrities have shown up. All kind of former NFL players. Oh, because I mean, Dion Sanders is a Deion Sanders is a Hall of Famer, which means he's one of the greatest players of all time. And so a lot of other players have come to Colorado. They're on the sideline. He's brought them in to talk to the team. Colorado went from being completely irrelevant to the talk of everybody. That is what he's done there.
1: I Um, heard nothing about this.
0: See, see, you got to get on Black Twitter. See, that's what it is. Possibly. (laughs) But because of this and because of the uniqueness of the Black community, whenever somebody Black does something like this, they get the full support of the black community. Like everybody's all of a sudden Colorado fan. You know, um, everybody's rooting for Colorado. Everybody's rooting for, you know, Dion to do well and to succeed. And it has just caused this very, I don't know, there's a lot of emotion behind it. That's all I'll say. A lot of emotions um, and people who weren't fans of Colorado, a month ago, are now just diehard fans. So, and so that's kind of where we are. And like I said, it has it has been a cultural, um, kind of explosion, of, and with a black cultural explosion within Boulder, Colorado.
1: Because boy, we we will support another black person. Don't play oh, no games.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Unless you go going against uh, the cultural moment, but that's a and, whole other conversation.
0: And and Dionne took some heat from leaving an HBCU in Jackson state, because he talked a lot about, you know, we need to come back to our own. We need to build our own. Um, but then after, I think he was at three years, but then he leaves and goes to a predominantly white institution and takes all of his resources. He took the best players from Jackson state and we took him with him to Colorado. Uh, I don't know what the final score was of Jackson State's game last week, but I, when I saw it, it was in the third quarter. And for you, Mo, there are four quarters in football. They were in the third quarter, uh-huh. and the score was sixty-two to twenty. They were losing. That was Jack, that's <laughs> Jackson State. Now this deal has left and went to Colorado. Right, that's
1: messed up. It's All messed I up. know about football is that every quarter is like an hour and a half.
0: <laughs> every but, quarter. But what's funny is. Nobody cares about Jackson State anymore. We went from all about the HBCU at Jackson State to like nobody cares about it anymore. Everybody's all of a sudden rooting for Dion in Colorado.
1: He probably you know? left for HBCU because they don't be paying people on
0: time. HBCU. Oh, I mean, he he had to invest a lot of his own money. He like this. Dion did a a lot to reform the HBCU. He called them out. He called alumni out. He called administrators out. Um, they were just doing bad business decisions. Mm. They weren't. Yeah, it was just lazy. Like he bought. Yes. I think one year he bought all the teams in their division, their conference in the SWAT conference. I think he bought all of them uniforms. He's like, y'all around here looking raggedy. I yeah. I can't be having this. You need to look good. You need to. You yes. Know? Um, and so he was he was he was a positive light when he was there. Um. Uh, but people did criticize him for taking the money that's offered elsewhere and leaving because he but It was him. his money. It, he had a right to. It was one of those things of he preached one thing, right? Yeah. He has a right to leave. But he was very big on the pro black thing. He was pounding it. He was trying to convince these players not to go to, you know, the big football schools. He was saying, come to HBCU, come to Jackson State, right? We got to do this black thing. And then uh-huh. he ups and leaves. And so, um, and I'm going to be honest, he. He faced some trials at Jackson State. Um, Jackson, Mississippi has a very high crime rate. His vehicles were broken into. His office was broken into more than once. Um, he was frustrated. And one of the things he talked about when he got to Colorado and he was addressing, I can't remember if he was addressing the media or the um, the university, but he talked about the low crime
1: rate. <laughs> you bet. Yeah, yes. Honey, don't play no games.
0: Yes. And so
1: I'm not trying to have to, you know, be strapped just to go from the parking lot to my office.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I'll be honest, I was shocked. I mean, because he was doing so much for Jackson State, he was bringing so much attention. Sometimes when you're in those settings, they was like, hey, don't mess with Dion. Right. But when you're the richest person in town. You become a target sometimes. And he was.
1: Okay, so we we have the backstory on Deion Sanders and he was at Jackson State and now he's moved over to, not Colorado, Boulder Community. He Colorado. Community college.
0: Oh my goodness. Boulder Community College girl. Gir- <laughs> okay,
1: so okay, you got Deion Sanders. He was at school A. Now he done moved over to Colorado and he at school B. And... Colorado won one game last year. This year, they're already three and zero because they've won three games. The school that Dion came from just lost 62 to nothing, basically. Um, Right? Like, I'm following. I'm following the story. You
0: you are doing the best you can.
1: I am. I really am. If we was talking about dance, this would be completely different. But I can't. (laughs) Yeah. So, we, we now... Help us understand, because this was really a topic that you pitched and I thought was a great topic, but it's about marketing the black image. So how are you putting the conversation with Deion Sanders and the broader black culture? um, How are you tying that into the marketing of the black image? And what is what exactly are you meaning by black image?
0: Yeah. So, like I said, it has been a cultural firestorm. And every
1: around football,
0: yes, Dion, Dion Sanders is one of the most flamboyant, uh, charismatic people you will ever meet. People are drawn to Dion Sanders. Have been his whole life. Uh, his nickname is Prime yeah. Time, and even they call him Coach Prime. They don't even call him Coach Sanders. He's Coach Prime. You know this man. That's this deep. man can sell no ice to an Eskimo. Right? He has that type of personality.
1: And so the
0: fact that he is at this new school, he's brought this attention there. Celebrities, like I said, other Hall of Fame football players have come. They're on the sideline. They're wearing, you know, Colorado stuff. It was an NBA player. Kawhi Leonard was on the sideline. Like people who have no ties to uh, Colorado are now at Colorado games on their sideline. They're coming in, they're talking to the team. And it is even, you know, i say celebrities and entertainers and rappers, right? The way this is tying into is, there is definitely a different culture now that is being shown from Colorado, right? He has brought something new and different there that is beyond football, that is beyond winning. And what I wanna talk about is is the image that is marketed and promoted really something that is helpful to the image of the black community, all right? Um, and so I know I sent you a, um, a picture. It was from social media and it was an image of four well-known rappers who were at Colorado on the sideline and it's a big deal, right? It is a big deal. And yeah, it says, Boulder really turned to a hip hop summit. Oh yeah, and then, and the announcer at the game said, the sidelines look like the BET awards. <laughs> I mean, it's lit, it is lit. Like they, no. they are representing, they are there. They have no ties to Colorado, but they have flocked there, you know, to support Dion and the program. I said, it's the hottest thing going right now. That is where people want to be. They want to be seen. They're wearing Colorado gear. They're wearing black and gold. It's a thing.
1: Now, if you don't know why I was shocked by the fact that somebody would connect it to the BET Awards, the BET Awards have become the most raunchiest of raunchy awards and it, it I has. feel like all of human history. i and I can't even lie. Like you can come for me if you want to. The BET Awards is just trash. I don't like, think anybody it's, disagree. Yeah, no. it's, it's it's nothing. It looked like pimps and hoes just shaking their tail on stage. It it is trash.
0: It is, and it's so bad.
1: And, but sadly, that's what's associated with the black image. Yeah, this this is what people market as being the image or the, the photo of the Black community. Yes. And then when you tie all of these different photographs together, you eventually get this album that we call Culture.
0: Yes. And the reason that drew me to talk about it was because I was going to share it on social media and just kind of get my thoughts. And I was like, you know what? I don't feel like going back and forth with people or that trying part. to write out it. Like, let's just talk, let's just do a show and talk about it. Yeah, Because the comments under the photo were, hey, Dion doing it for the culture. Dion representing the culture. You know, uh, oh, all these white people real mad right now. Like, those were the types of comments that were just below this image. And I'm like, is, is this really what we are saying is the black culture? Is this what we're proud of? This is what we're promoting? This is the image that we believe, oh, Dion has brought the black culture here. Is this Mm -hmm. it? right?
1: And yes. So then people say, well, Dion brought the black culture to Boulder and then they post this image and this image then becomes synonymous with the black culture. And I think you're bringing up a good point that we need to thread through and pull that apart. I'm not a big fan on nuance and everything, but we should probably have some more nuanced conversation on exactly what people are doing and saying. So this image is an image of Black people, but does it reflect or represent the entire culture of Black people?
0: Yeah, because these are rappers. Yeah, because these Mm -hmm. are rappers. And we know what rappers represent. What what their music represent? What do they talk about? It's violence. It's drugs. It's women. You know, it's degrading women. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's it's flashy jewelry. It's it's all of these things that are n- kind of negative to the black community. I think we can say that this type uh-huh. of music has had a negative effect on the culture of the black community. Uh-huh. Um, violence and and drugs and and you know just ratchetness in general, right? What we would say. It comes down to, is this image, is this what we want to project as the culture, right? Is this, is, we're kind of exporting this as black culture. This is representative of who we are. And it's one of those things, I was, the, the the thing that came to my mind is, is this helpful to the black community? Uh-huh. When when we push off this image that this is what the culture is, what 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 image does that give the outside world, right? Of rappers, guns, violence, drugs, ratchetness, women, right? I if think that is bring- what we're if that's what we're promoting as representing the culture, then how can we get upset when others outside judge us by the image that is portrayed as the black culture? This is what black people are. Right? Yes. This is what represents black people. Um, I think you,
1: you bring up a good point in saying that there is a distinction between the image and the culture. Yes. And while there may be images of black people that are participating in ways that are deemed Black that does not necessarily make it the overarching, arching culture.
0: Mm -hmm. Because we only make up 14% of the country. Not everywhere. And we're not everywhere in prominent numbers, right? A lot of people, their only limited connection to Black people a lot of times comes through media and entertainment. Yes. And so um, I remember when I I was um, years ago, I met this uh, white girl and she was confused. And she said, you're not like what I thought. I was the first black person she had ever like, like really met and got to talk to and know. She came from a a part of the country that was white and Hispanic. Her view of black people was Snoop Dogg.
1: Well, I don't think (laughs) that that that's very odd because when i lived in south africa you had it It, it would be much of the same so there was uh-huh. this way that people saw blacks and they automatically associated that way of living and so they tried to replicate that through gun and gang violence
0: yes yes uh, and that's kind of what i'm getting at because it is something that we have seen to embrace ourselves as the culture
1: We embrace the image
0: as the culture. As the culture.
1: But historically, the culture has been very conservative, have not embraced violence, has not embraced, you know, the things that we're seeing today, the statistics that we see today are more in line, I think, with some of the images. But it it is like you're saying, we've imbibed the image as the actual culture. I kind of, when I look at it, I kind of think that it's like... Black faces have and and black people have been used to promote these images. We're employed basically to promote an image. And yet when we are employed to promote these images, the the image that we promote is not even the image that we would use at home. So while I may wear this face, at a football game with my chains on and my gold caps and you know, all of these things. When I go home, I y'all call me Lil Wayne in the street, but my real name is like Keith. <laughs> you know? Yeah, or... and, and I'm going home and I'm living a regular life. But the image that I promote, the image I'm paid for. That's uh-huh. the thing. It's uh-huh. the image that people are paid for. And then but then we need to ask the question well, who paying for the image? Who employs you to create this image?
0: Yeah. And that's something that people have complained about and talked about because, and I don't want to get into like a, you know, victimization thing or conspiracy thing, but people have always complained that Black people don't own these record labels. No, they don't. But to get a record deal, this is the image you have to promote. If you promote something other than this, you don't get signed, right? You don't get promoted. So there is something to this idea that the image that is put out there front and center is an image that someone wants out there. Um, it's an
1: Im- it's an image that someone wants out there, but it's also an image that just simply is largely antithetical to the community overall.
0: It is, but at the same time, we embrace it.
1: Oh yeah, that's the that's
0: the the frustrating part. We are proud of it. We embrace it. It is the culture. Dion doing it. Yeah, got the culture. You know, and that's one image, I think the week before he had the Wu-Tang clan there, right? Uh <laughs> the whole Wu-Tang clan was in Boulder, Colorado.
1: <laughs> Boulder ain't we, never seen so many black. Be- see- <laughs> Boulder like, whoa. <laughs>
0: it yeah. got it's gotten real in Boulder. Um, uh, but it's just one of those things of I was just curious and just thinking about the image that we portray to the world as the black community, right? And so you see those pictures of those rappers, right? And and we see what they rap about and what they represent in terms of you know, violence and drugs and all these kind of things. And then other young black men who may not be involved in that type of activity, what image do they try to portray? They try to portray the image of the rapper. They want to twist their hair out like them, they want to wear jewelry, you know there's going to be real fake, right? they want to wear they want to wear their clothes like them they want to wear the shade the big shades like them they want to portray this image well what is that image mm-hmm. and then if you're going to portray that image how do you think you're going to be perceived by people who don't know you
1: yes you wonder why people giving you side eye you got yeah, one that... the or why the cops look uh-huh. at you a certain way yes because all these people who can afford all that do is sing about pimping and hoeing and thugging and thugging and, thuggin and all of that. Now here you go, you got all your herringbone necklace that you colored in with your daughter yellow marker, <laughs> thinking that you doing big things and all people all you doing is are perpetuating an image that isn't even real for most yeah. people.
0: Yeah. So this is just about image. Like I say, people who don't even live that lifestyle will t- still try to portray that image in their fashion and how they carry themselves, you know. But it's almost that not thinking about what image they're really portraying to people who don't know them.
1: Here's a question: Can white people do this? Like, and I, I can ask this question two ways, and I, I might. But the first one is: So, what do you do with an Eminem? What do you do with um? Oh man, I can't. There's another white guy. He's a rapper. Um, he's like more recent than Eminem. Yeah,
0: uh, Machine Gun like um, Kelly.
1: Yeah. I was like, you start with a K. Um, what do you what do you do with somebody like him or um, with what's his name? He Mclemore. What do you do with people who Mclemore won a um, not a BET award? He won some kind of award and and beat out a bunch of black people. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's the are same. they
1: are they now participating in the image as well, or is it different for them?
0: It's somewhat different. From the standpoint of they don't get perceived as representative of their culture, right? They don't get they don't get the perception of they're representing their community. You know, white people aren't saying they're going. You know, Eminem represents the culture; he represents us. You know, black he people are don't repre- saying,
1: he don't represent us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he really he does. He, he he represents the culture. That's how you get invited to the cookout. Right? He
1: represent the music and the style, but I don't think he represent us. Like,
0: us. not you're right. He doesn't represent us, but he he does represent a um before this whole thing about culture appropriation came yeah. out, it was simply mm-hmm. about um no he he just represented you know hip hop culture Yes. Uh, but not necessarily the black community if that makes sense.
1: Do you think somebody could show up? Like, do you think? Uh, Machine Gun Kelly gonna show up at a Boulders game.
0: He might, absolutely. Dion, yeah. all this, the yeah, because it's a culture thing. So it's not; it is a race thing, but it's also a culture thing. All these other rappers are showing up. Yeah, people who are in that culture in general would show up and be there. You know. So they,
1: so then you offer a clear distinction. It sounds like between the idea of race and the idea of culture.
0: Yes. Yes, it is. There is a distinction. Unfortunately, though, the black community gets labeled with this image. And that this gets portrayed as black culture and even black people themselves would say this is the culture. Right. And so it is it is a other people can participate in the culture and not be black. Right. Um, like a Eminem, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of you know, you see white kids who try to emulate the culture, you know.
1: So I think you're hitting on two excellent points. One, race and culture are not the same thing, but one of the things that I noticed, especially with this image, is that this image is being used to target a race of people to draw them to a culture. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great marketing. Um, black people determine what's cool in this country.
1: Uh. We determine,
0: we determine what's cool. That is okay, one right. thing we do a great job of. Um, and
1: yet we don't. So, would you say that the black image is something that is propri- proprietary to black people? Oh
0: no, we don't own it. We don't.
1: Okay. It's so many people making, making
0: money off of that.
1: I'm just making a show, making <laughs> that's show. Not us. Okay.
0: Like I said, we Just don't own the record sure. labels. A lot of times we don't own the clothing labels. I mean, all these advertisements that these, you know, rappers and stuff get to, you know, endorse, they don't own that company. Those people are making money off of the image. And, you know, we talk about the buying power of the black community. The black, the black community has very strong buying power. And at the same time, we use that buying power. We spend a lot of money and we care about brand and image. That part. Um, you know, and so we will spend four hundred bucks on a pair of jeans because it has a no, certain I label. On, because it has a certain label on it, you know. Uh, Honey, unless
1: will... it said the Lord Himself branded and endorsed, <laughs> I am not spending four hundred dollars on no jeans.
0: I mean, I know people that would have a lot, lots of pairs of Jordan shoes, and they're at, you know three hundred dollars a piece. of uh, them retro
1: fours is nice, they nice, but they're man. Nice.
0: I mean, yeah. I know people who have thousands of dollars worth of shoes in their closet. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that this, I mean, we, could, we could talk about what that means in other areas of this thing. But well, in terms of culture and marketing and who is benefiting from it, a lot of people benefited from, from it outside the black community.
1: It's it's much like what you were saying. There's an image that must be upheld, but it the image starts over here it starts with the four rappers mm-hmm. and then they target a specific demographic yeah to be and able to say this is what you should look like this is what you should be talking about this is what you should be doing
0: yeah and i should add to dion's credit his job is to recruit young black men to Boulder, the colorado so what better way to do that than to bring a bunch of rappers in
1: oh that oh that that just answers makes me ask so many more questions hey family i wanted to take a minute and talk to you about birmingham theological seminary it's my seminary and it's a place that i extremely appreciate they have small class sizes very reasonable tuition and professors who are committed to your education and my education If you are looking to extend your theological education and are considering seminary, I encourage you to check out Birmingham Theological Seminary. You can go to bts.education for more information. Okay, just first off, because this is off code and while we are going off code on some things, we want to make sure that we are still bringing it back to a biblical framework. So is Deion Sanders a Christian or not? yes okay so is there any mention of his faith any like if you bring in who was it out there um outset what's his name yeah, Outcast. Outset. Yeah, offset offset yeah. i'm thinking about outcast that's a whole nut. i'm showing my age yeah um yeah. or Lil wayne or master p master p oh master p no he he about
0: the ice cream man yeah he,
1: master p is ready for that aarp Okay. He needs to sit out somewhere. He can't be traveling the country like that. Um, so I'm wondering where, where do you, cause I know you'd be able to recognize it. Like, where do you see his faith in that? And then I want to talk about partiality.
0: Yeah. So I will say Dion, he, he's, he's been a very outspoken Christian a long okay. time. Also- I remember, um, like back on his playing days were over, um, because Dion lived a certain lifestyle. And at some point in time, he, you know, rededicated his life or however you want to say it, in the black, you know, the cultural black community. Because we were all raised in the church, right? And right. so he, he he has, I remember at one point in time, this is years ago, he was kind of very outspoken in his faith. Um, now it might be more of a TBN type of faith, you know, but He's always been outspoken about that. Even his decision to leave Jackson and go to Colorado, he said he felt that's what God was leading him to do, to be on a bigger stage and to bring more attention. He he he, he basically shunned some of his some of the criticism by saying this is something he believed God was calling him to do.
1: And God like, called him to bring in Master P and Young Jeezy and anybody and everybody else. I'm just asking. <laughs> I mean, so, I feel like so, that's a legit
0: so, question. So, so this, this is the thing. We know within the black community, there really isn't a a line between those who go to church and in the black church and the culture of hip hop and rap. There's no real distinction between those two. It's not like, um, so for instance, Dion's a celebrity. I guarantee and you he's friends with those guys right mm. and one thing we have to realize that while they may be rappers and while they may rap about these types of things that doesn't mean that's who they are right it just it's a a lot of times it's a persona that they use to sell records you know um and so I don't
1: know I don't know I don't I don't <laughs> I don't know because out of the abundance of the heart like, I feel like there are some things that can't come out of my mouth unless it's truly deeply somewhere in me. Like, make- I, I don't know. Like, I feel like there has to, I have to, I have to literally step so far outside of myself to say some of the things that people like Lil Baby or, you know, some of these other rappers will say. I'm like, honey, no, you, you might say, well, when I go home, my name is really Walter and I'm really a homebody and things like that. No.
0: No, you, no. I I mean, there's a lifestyle that comes with the industry, right? Yeah. We we know that. But a lot of things they rap about, it's just that. It's just art. They would say it's just art, it's music. Uh, And that's why you get into those conversations about, who's real yeah. and who ain't and, and all of the, those heart, the
1: heart is deceitfully wicked above all things and it i is. feel like at some point there is only so much separation you can do and that's just real talk like th- that would be like me going out every day and selling drugs and being like you know what i mean i but, mean but I don't, what i'm is, not really but,
0: it's, but what is the the root to all kinds of evil is the love of money yes they they, they will say things if it's going to get them the record deal
1: Yes, but I think that you can't divorce yourself so far that for some things, some some raps. Sure, I'm like some rappers, like yeah, like you might you might not yeah. be that way, I'll, but like there are some things that that they say, and I'm like, you, honey, you have some practice saying that.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna give you an example. Beyonce, what Beyonce rap about? All my single ladies, all of this stuff, right? Well, huh? Oh, he can go. Beyonce uh-huh. been married so long. Like, she is living a life different than what she sings about. Right? You think? You hope? I'm just saying, from what we know, her life, she's been married a long time. Her and Jay-Z, uh-huh. you know, they got kids. She, What she sings about and what these women follow is not what she's living. She's yeah. living, <laughs> you know, and so I'm not endorsing what they're doing. All I'm saying is a lot of these people will make music that doesn't represent how they actually live. That's what I'm saying. I
1: agree with that to a degree. I know like, like take Snoop. There was maybe 10 years ago now, I think it was Snoop who had two women on leashes made out of chains.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Snoop been married for I don't know how long. He lived not too far from my office in his big old house with his kid and you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. you walking around on the daily with these leashes. But I don't think, I don't know. There's something about me that that even with him, I'm like, honey, there, there's something deeply disturbed in your soul that...
0: I mean, we, we would have to sit down know? and, like, from a, like a Dion perspective, we would have to sit down and see what his understanding of Christ's follower is.
1: But, even okay, You're... so I don't, like, I don't know what his, he could be a TBN Christian, and if I, I TBN is a lot different from when I was a little kid because when I was a little kid it was that lady with the pink hair I don't even know what TBN is right now <laughs> that there, there's that but what about to me the issue of what I would consider partiality so he's been there to bring in black kids I don't know if this is a part of a DEI initiative the fact that he's supposed to look out the 37 black kids in the state of Colorado like 12 of whom might only be interested in STEM research. Like, I don't know, but why not seek out the best players and not just the black ones?
0: Well, because those two things are synonymous. (laughs) You said what? Those two things are synonymous. The best players in the country are going to be the black ones, right? According to who? There are exceptions, you know, and fitting in certain positions, you know, maybe quarterback or something. But for the most part, if you want to win at the highest level in college football, you're going to have to bring in the elite top talent and the elite athletes. And those are typically the black guys and typically from places, not both of Colorado. But so then
1: why not, why not let that speak for itself rather than saying, I need a special initiative to bring in black players. If black players are going to be the best anyway. And I don't, I have no idea because I do not follow any sports, but if Black players are the best, anyway, it seems like the, the idea of coming in to bring in Black players is stupid. It's redundant. It, it, it's asinine. I, why, 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 why would I need a special position to do that when the only good players in America, the top 10%, are going to be Black anyway? It seems like there's a level of partiality being played. I don't know. Make it make sense for me.
0: Um. I mean, I just don't see it that way. He he is trying to get the best players in the country to come to Boulder. and those But players... out of
1: your words, the best players are black. So yes. if, he, if he knows as a professional football player, I'm sure he does. If he knows that the best players in the country are black, why does he have to go to recruit black players? Why not just go out and recruit the best players? Because the best players are synonymous with being black. Does that make sense?
0: I I mean I don't know I mean to me the like I say it's one and the same. If if he he has to make Boulder, Colorado attractive to young black men,
1: why? If because the black those players, are the best players. But the but if they oh, so are you saying there's something wrong with Boulder? Because to me, I, if it's just I w-
0: it's not a desti- it's, it's not a destination typically for black kids. Like I say, it's one point three percent black. And it's not a place that's known for having a really great football program. He's turning it around by bringing this new talent in, by bringing this exposure in. Now, all of a sudden, it is the cool place to be, right? But
1: but shouldn't that, shouldn't that, the fact that he wants—I guess to me—the conversation should be that they brought in Dion to go and bring in the best players, not that they brought in Dion to go bring in the black players. If the best players are black, statistically, that's fine. Bring them in. But when you have a whole program just to bring in the black players, it seems like you might leave out a white player or, or a white player might not even be considered. A Hispanic player might not even be considered because the, the goal ain't to bring them in no way. The goal is to bring in the black ones.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think that I don't think that's I don't think that's an exclusion of players based on race. I just think he is uh appealing to the masses and what, I mean, Dion's, Dion's fame and appeal is in the black community. Right. He's just basically pushing those buttons because that's going to be his fertile recruiting ground.
1: So you so then would you say that white kids don't know who Deion Sanders is or white, white men
0: who, no, who they do. Who... It's just a matter of, do they look up to him the same way people in the black community do? Like he got y'all, a lot you, of clout Yeah, he got go a lot ahead. of clout when he went to Jackson State.
1: Y'all, if if y'all know who the, I don't know who this man is, I'm like I this. <laughs> <y'all laughs> but if y'all white and y'all know who Deion Sanders is, and y'all like, you know what, my kid would appreciate the opportunity to play under Deion Sanders. Go ahead and leave yeah. it in the comments. And, 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 and if they're like, a top
0: player, Deion will recruit him. You know, but
1: like yeah, I said, what's, what's the other guy's name? What's the 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 praying white guy? Tim 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 Hardaway Tim. Tim Tebow? Oh, yeah, Bone? yeah,
0: yeah. Tim Tebow. So
1: so would you say then that the image, would you say that the image of, uh, man, we all over the place. No, no, <laughs> the, no. I'm going image... to give you something.
0: I'm okay, going to give you something to help you understand Please Deion help me Sanders. Out. He talked about recruiting. He was on a national show. He talked about his mindset behind recruiting. And by position, he's like, the quarterback, I want my quarterback from a two-parent household. I want him to be grounded and smart and intelligent, and I don't need him you no know, while and now. I need him to be cerebral. He had this whole thing. But my defensive lineman, man, I need them to be from a single parent home. I need them to be hungry. I need them to be out there want to, they need to get to the NFL to support, to buy mama a house, right? He was putting together this psychological profile. I need people who are hungry, who want to eat, right? Everybody know what he's talking about. He's talking about mm-hmm. these young black kids from a single mama home who want to go to the league to buy their mama a house. He said, like, that's the dudes I need. Dion <laughs> is honest. honest.
1: He's honest. Yeah.
0: And so I I say all that to say that is what he's drawing to Boulder, Colorado, right? And what what stood out to me was it's the image that he is using to sell this program. And that is the black community has been drawn to and ref- And is is it reflective of us? Oh, Is it good for that to be the image of what is representative of the black community? That That is kind of what drew my attention because of how much support I've seen from the black community that's all behind it. And the mm-hmm. comments under that photo was just so supportive. Like, yeah, Dion doing it for the culture, this, that culture. Man, these white people are mad right now. Like, oh, I'd be mad
1: too. (laughs) You bring that ratchetness to my street. It's like,
0: Like it's like, no, white people are mad that Dion is winning. Like, it's just, it's just us against them. But this us is the image of us is rappers. That is what, that is what is kind of bothering me that the image of us is rappers.
1: That is the image we project to the world as us. So we project an image that's full of ratchetness and vulgarity. And then we get upset when people judge us based on the ratchetness and the vulgarity and deem that synonymous with the entire Black culture. And you're taking issue with the fact that here we go again putting forth this image and making it synonymous with the culture when it's not synonymous with the culture. These people are probably being being paid to snap these pictures and come to these games and do these appearances. They are a an employed image that then gets lifted up to be representative of an entire people or an entire culture.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's one of those things of people say, well, it's not fair because, you know, Eminem doesn't get labeled as representing the white community, right? Um, but but it's he's that also of...
1: created an image exactly. for exactly. white
0: people. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so at some point in time, we have to distance ourselves from these images. At some point in time, we have to distance ourselves from this culture cuz we can't talk of, we can't have stop the violence rallies and then promote this type of stuff as the Good. image you know we can't when talk the about people need-
1: that you're promoting in the image are the ones encouraging you to get your Glock like one of the guys yes. names is like young Glock or something like that <laughs> like i don't yes. know it's Glock something it's, it's, so- it's,
0: yeah it it doesn't make sense you know on one hand we embrace it on the other hand we we speak against it in terms of the actual acting out of it, right? The actual cultural effects of it, we will speak out against, you know, to some degree. You know, stop the violence rallies and stuff like that. But then we'll throw a concert and invite all those rappers, you know?
1: Yes. Yeah. So then the image, it, it does no good to really work against it if you are promoting it. Yeah. What would you say the solution would be? Like, where do we start Like I'm not I'm not thinking of like uh, you know, we completely eradicated this. But what are some of the first steps to maybe dispelling the myth of the image?
0: We need people like Deion Sanders to speak against it and not invite it. Uh Right. Um We need the top people that have voices that are on T V, that are in the entertainment industry to speak out against it. Uh Um because it is a detriment to the black community uh-huh. and it's not representative of black people as a whole in this country yeah right um, yeah and so when we so when we look at you know, the, the murders that are happening when we just look at you know just everything that is going on in these like inner city black communities we can't at the same time you know speak out against some of those things and then invite and promote the very thing that perpetuates those things, right? Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of what I'm saying is we have to speak out against it. We have to distance ourselves from it. We have to stop buying the music for our kids. We have to stop letting them dress like these rappers and let them influence our kids um, because that's that's how it's, that's where if we want to see change that is where change has to happen because as long as that cycle, that cultural influence is still going and the music and the culture is what is influencing our youth and our kids generation after generation, we're going to keep getting 70%, you know, of kids born out of wedlock. We're going to keep getting high abortion rates. We're going to keep getting, you know, just low marriage rates because those aren't the things that are promoted within the, the broader culture or what's influencing the broader culture, right? Yeah,
1: the image The image doesn't, doesn't promote the things that would be helpful to the culture. Yes. But so many people are flocking to the image.
0: Yes, because and, the image uh-huh. is cool. We've determined uh-huh. what is cool, and that is cool, and everybody wants to be cool. And so...
1: But I, yeah. I do think that you have a, a strong point with those who market the image and those who profit off the image are by and large aren't blacks. No. And no. that is that's something to consider too, that we have this image that's being pushed on us that really is antithetical to the entire black culture and the historic black culture. This one image is slowly or actually swiftly turning the the tide of the culture.
0: Yeah. Um it, it really is. And it has had a major effect, a major effect. And like I said, we, it, it, it lives on because we allow it to, you know? Um, like I said, I just want the prominent voices like a Deion Sanders to say, we're not yeah. having it here. Because he, they would speak out against it, right? They would tell, he would tell his kids, don't go out here and do this. His players, yeah, hey, don't go out here and do this. Don't go... But then he would bring those same images and guys in, you know, it's just. I
1: wonder, I wonder what it was, because to a degree, he must care about something about the black image because he was like, we got to do better. We got to, you know, let me buy the uniforms. So there's something to presentation that he can see as being acceptable. But there's a incongruency between the other Parts of the image and what they represent.
0: Yeah, and largely because, number one, it's not coming from a biblical worldview, right? It's coming from a worldview of blackness, right? What do we deem as blackness? And the overwhelmingly, I believe, majority to a degree view this image and this entertainment as a part of blackness, right? If you don't embrace this stuff, you know you ain't black. You listen to this other music, or you do this other like that ain't black. This is black, right? Um, and so but we're being
1: sold these... our image from people who ain't even black.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: You know, one of the things that that we talk about at the Center for Biblical Unity is this um distinction between our Christian identity and just the our creation identity, like our identity. Who are we just as people separated from Christ? We are debased in our thinking. We are separated from God. We are depraved. We are sinners. We are without hope in the world and all of that. And But then when we come into Christ, there should be just such a stark shift about the hope that we have, the way that we speak to one another, the, um, the music that we listen to, you know, like... Um, the scriptures don't say don't listen to rap music, but it does say that we should speak to one another in songs, Psalms hymn and spiritual songs and like things that edify one another and are glorifying to God and things like that. And I know that Dion is serving or um, working in a, in an element that is infiltrated by black culture, but I do think that he can be a light in the dark area that he might serve in. And so I think you bring up a lot of good points, Kevin of, you know if we if we are wanting to to change the narrative we're gonna have to risk being a light in a dark space and taking the heat that can come with that
0: yeah and i do want to give dion some credit because so people understand dion cares a lot about young black men mm-hmm. he really does he wants to she loves coaching these young guys he likes molding and shaping them um But it's one of those, it's almost like that youth pastor that thinks he has to be relevant and cool. So you have to bring in what the cool thing to, because that's what the key is like, right? Mm
1: -hmm. And it's
0: almost somewhat of that, you know, Um, without even realizing that you're kind of undercutting your own message to them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So.
1: All right. And with that, we are at time. This conversation has been here and there and come back again and all that. (laughs) But I have enjoyed learning who Deion Sanders is and that he played for the 49ers. And also just talking about the Black image and, you know, just thinking through what is the Black image? And is the Black image truly the thing that is synonymous with Black culture at this current moment? I don't know. Your thoughts?
0: Yeah, um, just as a community we need to think about the image that we put out there to represent us because it does whether it's there or not it does and so um, we need to be careful what we embrace as the black culture as the culture right Uh, what we're proud of what we you know because I know we're closing but that would be considered the culture and we would be proud of that but a Clarence Thomas, a Thomas Soul, mm-hmm. Ben Carson; these men would be frowned upon as not being yeah. black, as not the culture, yes.
1: not an right? image that promotes what it means to be black.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah. so
0: that is the kind of the the, the conundrum, the self defeating kind of thing that is just so frustrating. And it's all about who is determining what is Black and who is determined this is the image that we need to be promoting and following. Yeah. You know, so.
1: Yeah. Good thoughts. All right. And with that, we are at time. Thank you so much for watching. Please like the show, like us on YouTube, share the show out, and we will see you in two weeks. Bye.